in four-part story, Lost for Words, The Ghost of Arthur Rambo. Written and read by me, Paul Morley. Imagine this. The barefooted drummer beating a folded newspaper with whisk brooms in lieu of a drum stirs the eye's ear like a blast of brasses in a midnight street. He thought to himself, now there's a sentence. You could look at it forever and hear it for even longer. All you would do all of your life is move from word to word, from sound to sound, from rhyme to rhyme, street to street, eye to eye, time to time. And still, it would never wear out, never fall from grace, never die. And here's another one. Imagine writing this. His soul swooned slowly as he heard the snow falling faintly through the universe and faintly falling like the descent of their last end upon all the living and the dead. He often imagined what it would be like to write such a sentence, to end up in such a place, such a centre of concentration, such a level of precision. To not so much create a new world as a very special and alert awareness of one. To follow in the damned dandy dream footsteps of Ralph Ellison or James Joyce. Tuning plain language to a lyric pitch without being flung into a fit of imitation. To understand what it is to be invisible. To fly. To stretch your wings. To spin a masterpiece from thin air to find a vacant seat on a crowded bus. At night, just after 12, when he sensed that most of the people he lived near who he never saw were asleep and deeply lost, in many ways not human, when the house is quiet and the world is calm, he thought about writing the first sentence. How did he decide what that first sentence was going to be? Work out the nature of that very first incision. What was it going to be about? Would it be all his own work? Was he going to explain something in his own words? It's a long story. Really, to cut a long story short, the story hasn't ended yet. He had spent some time, possibly even years, working out what the best time of day was to write the sort of sentence that would be the very best sentence he had ever written. He was always searching for that perfect sentence. Eventually, it became clear after all his research that the best time of day was at night, just after 12, in a quiet place.